Cupid. New Cupid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Time for a change.
be looking like Debbie Fly. I pimp to the beat, walking down the street and my new the freak, yeah. This is how I roll, animal print pants out of control. It's Red Bull with the big ass bro, and like Bruce Lee, I got the clout, yeah. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I, I, I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I, I, I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Everybody stops and is staring at me. I got passion in my pants and I ain't afraid to show it. Show it, show it, show it. I'm sexy and I know it. Trying to tan my cheeks. What? This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Sexy and I know it. Broken up and they ended up winning. 
fucking bastards. Corey Seager hit a home run. Fuck. But I tell you what, they moved the all-you-can-eat seats. They used to be out in right field. Now they're in the lower level of the left field, which is all protected. So if, like, there's, I mean, I know they got a roof. But if they have that roof open and it's real sunny, man, that is a place to sit if you don't want any sun. Uh, along with the all-you-can-eat hot dogs. And they had two different kind of hot dogs. Nachos weren't worth a shit. They had some sort of chicken and hamburger down there, too. Had to go upstairs for the ice cream. Had about six hot dogs, a couple nachos. It was was a good day. All in all, good day at the ballpark minus the Rangers lost. But I, I should realize that they are going to suck this year. As bad as I want them to be good, they are going to be terrible. God damn it. But you know what? Had a great time at the ballpark yesterday. It was a lot of fun. So there you go. Thank you to Braddy Kid for making that happen. Uh, let's say some good mornings, shall we? Uh, oh, yeah, and free Dr. Peppers, too. That, that's the other key thing. They had free Dr. Peppers, so that's always good. Uh, first one here today was Bradstreet. He says, bam, insomnia pays off. Morning bacon ass hats as well. We're right back at you, my friend. Look at that second one here today. Holy cow. Oh, my lucky stars. It's Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid is in the house. Oh, no, you big dummy. Yeah, there it is. She is ready to go. That's cute. I remember when I had my first okay, beer. Okay, all right. Thank you so much. Anything else, Braddy? If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck all it. All right. You have a fantastic day. And then she says, happy birthday, Christine. Holy shit. Christine. There we go. There it is. Happy birthday, Christine. Uh, Andrew says, happy Friday-ass family. Arnie, sorry the disasters beat the Rangers. What a bunch of lollygaggers. Hashtag Bull Durham. You lollygag over to first. And you lollygag the ball. What does that make him, Jim? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. Love that movie. Straight Fire says, good morning, ass. I'm fully prepared to be entertained. Good, 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 good. You've got your entertainment shoes on, good. Alicia says, happy fucking Friday-ass family. Glad to be here. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait. I, I, I missed Hangtown Jen. She says, happy Friday-ass. This is it, people. This is not a drill. The official countdown has begun. We are at the 90-day mark. You're goddamn right. Yeah, 90 days until the move, 75 days until the last day of work. Well, that's great. That is awesome. I'm very excited for you, Jen. So excited that they finally ran out an old classic here, the Alabama Hot Pocket. When you put a hot shit into a girl's pink slit OMFG, that Alabama Hot Pocket from last night was almost as warm as your grandma's cookies, which are very hot. There you go, the old Alabama Hot Pocket. Been waiting for the gal to do that one, so now she got it. I'm already halfway through next week already for you, too, so there you go. Uh, let's see, uh, Jen, that's exciting news. Then Alicia says, happy birthday, Christine. Uh, Jen says, happy birthday, Christine. Christopher's in the house. Uh, today he is the author of the Celebrity-Ass Deathmatch, the Mount Rushmore of Buddy Cops. I like this. Partners, if you will. 
He says, good morning, ass. I'm pumped to see today's Mount Rushmore. Arnie, I was thinking that since today's tournament was made by yours truly, you'd be able to vote along with everyone else. I will abstain from voting to make things fair. No, Christopher, you vote. You made the list. It's your list. I can't. I'm the host. The host can never vote. So I appreciate that. But you go ahead and vote, buddy. Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family. Going old school. Yeah. The wiggle song. Jen's dancing, wiggling. Yes. How was the food? The food was good. It wasn't great. I mean, it's all you can eat at a ballpark. The hot dogs were hot. I'll give them that. The, the buns weren't that great. The hamburgers looked terrible. I didn't even go near the hamburgers. Um, yeah, I was second, but I'll take a back seat to your wife, I suppose. Yeah, I, sorry about that. My bad. Uh, you know what you were doing? Numbering uh, me this shitbox stuff is just spewing right into the core of my fat girl. All I heard was Hot Pockets. And my mind began to wander towards my stomach. All right, well, good. Uh, lots and lots and lots and lots to get to today. Holy shit, do we have a fucking lot to get to. Uh, along with celebrity-ass death match. Man, we got to talk about the, the little bit of the draft. There's some uh, Florida's in the news, shocking. Uh, just all insanity. And we got to start with, with our current... Commander and, and, and stupid ass. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Oh, the internet almost broke yesterday thanks to President Biden trying to use the word klepto, kleptocracy. 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 That's the word. There you go. Here's our buffoon leader. Hopefully an ad won't play. Oh, Zebra shoes are the easiest shoes to put on. No, just actually, slip your they foot. Aren't. Yeah, they're for idiots that can't just pull their thumb back and make yeah, everything go in. All right, let's These? go. Skip the fucking ad. Hence our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their take their their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to seize their yachts their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. What? Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> wow. But these are bad guys. You're a bad guy. Don't, don't make him say words he can't say. I mean, the man struggles with regular English as well. I mean, there's one word he doesn't struggle with. Arise, watch out. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't I need mean, any more nigger big shots. He knows how to say that word. But he can't say kleptocracy. Look at that. I said it. Kleptocracy. The ill-begotten gains of Russian oligarchs. And then watching him do it, I, I mean, it's like the 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 man is he, he almost gets a little tough, Joe, going in there. So the best way to get something done, right. if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway. Wait, I, I wanted to get something done, Joe. You, you started that conversation off with, if you want to get something done. What about this? Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Huh? Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. The tobacco industry was what? They, 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 were, they were, what? 
Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitutes being sued. They're immune to prostitutes? The tobacco industry is immune to prostitutes? That's amazing. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. V Coop says Joe gets angry every two hours when Joe reminds him he doesn't get to pick in the NFL draft. Watching Biden try and say big words is like Polly Walnuts. Like when Polly was talking about that Russian badass and said he killed a bunch of Czechovacans. Is he interior decorator? Oh, man. To compare the, the president of the United States with Polly Walnuts, that's not a good thing. That's, I mean, honestly, that's, that. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to go ahead and, and, and say, yeah, he's a dumbass. And you know, here's the sad part is that they're just letting this happen to him. This little old man, they just let it happen to him, and you're like, Come on, just take the little old man out of the situation. So, I I don't know what it is. I, I, I find this to be truly amazing in this day and age when we're supposed to have all the information at our fingertips, right? This is the information age, right? Why is it that the president decided to set up a disinformation governance board the day after Elon Musk bought Twitter? Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? Why are why why is that side so afraid of free speech? Like I I, I honestly I want to know. I'd like to know why the left and all these people that are left wingers. Why are they so afraid of Elon Musk? I I I would seriously like to know if anybody has the answer their answer. I'd like to know why is everybody so afraid of Elon Musk buying Twitter. I mean, the government has now set up the Disinformation Governments Board, which will combat online disinformation. What's up, Brett? I mean, will, will will they do that with everything? Like if somebody tries to tell a joke, like a horse walks into a bar... Bartender says, why the long face? Will there be a government sticker on there that says there's never, ever been record of a horse actually walking into a bar to get a drink? How much, where do they stop with the disinformation? Elon Musk came out and says it's very discomforting. Stephen Crowder wrote, the government is creating a misinformation governor's board. Who else did something like that? Oh, I remember. The Nazis. There's some data showing some interesting things going on post-takeover.
Because they're terrified that they're losing a medium of conversational control. Okay. Now, I appreciate that. Ogre, thank you. That's an actual answer. I appreciate that answer. Left knows they've rigged and cheated 2020 election. Free speech is a tool that's going to start exposing the truth. We'll see. Left doesn't move forward with communication or conversation or debate. They seek to remove the debate and facts with feelings and agenda. Yeah, it's only misinformation when people like me say it. Well, look, look, look. Think about everybody that got criticized uh, during uh, COVID. All the quote-unquote misinformation that was going on during COVID. Turns out pretty much everybody was right saying that the 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 vaccines really don't work. I mean, I mean we can all agree to that, right? We can all be big boys and big girls here and nobody's going to say I told you so and nobody's going to go neener neener. We're having an adult conversation here. And the adult conversation starts with this this statement here. The vaccine did not work. Now, it was real nice that they had something for us, and maybe it worked for some people, but in general, as a whole, didn't work. Facebook is having a glitch where old posts from years ago are popping up on group posts. I think they're redoing their algorithms, maybe to prep for bird flu. I fucking said so. Neener, neener, neener. <laughs> okay, you, you can get away with it, Alicia. I, I'll let you get away with it. They are V-Coop. Otherwise, when Elon actually takes over, will it be able to expose them? Look, look here. This idea that somebody's going to expose be exposed because of free speech on Twitter, it's not going to happen. Okay. They will hide, look, 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 these companies, they're going to want to work with the government and the government's going to want to give them all kinds of special things and they'll end up working with them. We're never going to, fine, then you know what, if Elon Musk has some balls, then I, I say this, Elon, then as the owner of Twitter, you need to petition to get everything unsealed about JFK. Get everything unredacted. Get, get it all out there. We need to know. If we're going to be exposing everything, which we're not. I find it really, really funny and amazing that people are taking this so bad. The, the Twitter users that are liberals. It was only 10 years ago that we didn't have all this shit. And we got along just fine. We, we were doing great. I think we were better as a society at least 10, 12 years ago before Facebook hit. Before MySpace, before all that stuff hit, we were doing fine. Now, I'm not going to get off. Of course not. I'm addicted to it as well. I'm addicted to social media. I have to use it. But I am kind of looking forward to that day. I don't know about y'all. 
I'm looking forward to the day when social media isn't the number one thing that we do. Because it really is. I mean, you think about it. Next to breathing and eating and pooping, what do we do? We're always on social media. And kudos to the people that aren't. Hey, major kudos to you. Happy Friday, Douglas. All right, so uh, more more bullshit there. Just so pathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we gotta talk about this damn. Russia thing that's going on. Here, here's something that's kind of funny, uh, but not really. Uh, well, it is. Allegedly, Russia's military has lost so much equipment in Ukraine, it will be incapable of fighting another war for years. Now, this amazes me. They've lost... 939 tanks, 185 planes, 155 helicopters, 421 artilleries. Kiev army supplies are getting low and will take uh, years for Russia to rebuild. Let's go. Let's hit them. Does MySpace still exist? Are our pages just sitting out there someone? (laughs) I miss the MySpace page music. I miss miss designing the page. That was kind of fun. That was the fun part of MySpace. Was getting to put your own twist on it. You know what wasn't fun about MySpace? Your top six friends. They can buy some U.S. surplus equipment from the Taliban. Thanks, Joe. Special case is lost. Like, how do you do that? Oh, oh, it's been destroyed. It's been blown up or it's been fucked up enough to where it don't work no more. Is ISIS leaving Twitter over? I I have not heard yet. Kale says, yes, I can still log on to MySpace. Oh, my God. MySpace is still a thing. That's funny. That that is hilarious. They did. They they did. They sunk one of their main battleships, the Moskova. So there you go. Good job, Russians. There have been 22,000 Russian troops killed. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, you got some explaining to do there, Vlad. Oh, Vlad. Never mind. Holy shit. I think Justin Timberlake owns part of MySpace, and now it's a music platform. Uh, By the way, Russians deployed dolphins. Now, I know that we do this, too. Our military works with dolphins to, like, sniff bombs. (laughs) 
Moscow is just rushing from Moscow. Okay, thank you, Alicia. I appreciate that. Um, they deployed their military dolphins. Now, do they have evil dolphins there? They all have, like, flat-top haircuts? Do their dolphins all smoke? Vladimir Putin stationed spy dolphins to protect key Black Sea harbors. Pens of the mammals moved to the Sevastopol uh, naval base before the invasions. Dolphins are used for counter-diving, protecting harbor against break-ins. They can also carry bombs, plant mines, attack enemy divers. Reports claim... <laughs> I don't want to get attacked by a dolphin. I don't want to have to kill a dolphin. That would suck, man. A, a, a Navy SEAL versus a dolphin? The dolphins all wear Adidas tracksuits. That's fucking hilarious. Flagship the Moskva. Okay, so it's named after Moscow. Okay, so that's the big ship. It was at the Crimea port before it sank, before it got blown to fucking bits. <laughs> They all hang out in coffee shops, black track suits, bad hair, smoking like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> well, the, the U.S. military dolphins, they're all fucking working out in Coronado. They're doing crunches there against the rocks. They're all in shape. They're all listening to Hulk Hogan's music. I am a real American. That's what we want. That's what we picture. This is like the Rocky training scene when he goes up against uh, Drago, and Drago's got all the -the state-of-the-art shit, and Rocky's fucking lifting up rocks in his bedroom. That's what we're doing. our, 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 our (laughs) Our dolphins are working out. There's her over there drinking coffee, smoking, wearing tracksuits. Damn right, those Russian dolphins aren't playing shirtless beach volleyball like the American dolphins. <laughs> Please, let's face it, our dolphins probably look more. No, not in the military. No, see, if our military's behind it, those dolphins are going to be jacked. I mean, the Russian ones are going to be big. They might not be as jacked, but they're going to be huge and menacing looking. Oh, Jessica Simpson flashes some serious underboob. Yeah, yeah, she is. Ooh, hey there, Jessica Simpson's underboob. Take a look at that. My, oh, my. Is that like a Velcro top? You just take that off? You want to flash the hoots? Yes, I'll share it with you. Don't worry. Don't hey, Keep your pants on, everybody. Dolphins don't have the don't ask, don't eee. Gotta love fucking dolphins in the military. Ooh, there's her sister. Her sister looks heinous. Ye gads. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> Back to the program. 
Uh, morning, ass family. Make sure today you go on to my wife's Facebook and leave her a happy fucking birthday, Christine. Oh, we already said happy birthday to her this morning, but I will go do that later. For shizzle my nizzle. Uh, let's see. Oh, since I said for shizzle my nizzle, the Food and Drug Administration, I'm going to say it right now, the FDA is racist. I, I said it. The FDA of America is racist. You're goddamn right. They have announced plans to ban the sale of menthol cigarettes in the United States. You know what? Hold on. Menthol cigarettes in the United States. You know who's not going to be happy with that. Let me just tell you. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Who's probably smoked menthols like they were going out of style. That means no more cools. No more Newports. I'm telling you right now. If you thought the riots of 2020 were bad, you take menthol cigarettes off the shelves. Holy Lord. What's next? Malt liquor, FDA? Hmm? Hmm? What are you going to go after? Fried chicken? Dare I say the Coupe de Gras of watermelon? You're going to go after Kool-Aid? Purple drink? Are Virginia Slims menthols? I imagine they have a menthol. No menthols. The Atlanta newspaper headline simply read, Hell no. (laughs) This is bullshit. Next, they're going to outlaw crack. Vagina slimes. I saw this story yesterday. I just started laughing. Taking menthol cigarettes off the market is expected to further reduce smoking levels and reduce the number of young people taking up the habit. Yeah, it, uh, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. The principal investigator's name is Jeffrey Fong. Well, Fong you, buddy. I'm just telling you right now, this is not going to sit well with certain communities. If they take away my purple Kool-Aid, I'm going to go so angry. As someone who doesn't smoke cigarettes, I think this is dumb. While cigarettes are bad, but people look to make these menthols by other means and may cause them even more dangerous harm. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be making homemade. Hey, man. Or there's going to be a run on them. They're going to be selling them in singles here soon. I highly doubt cools are the smokes of choice for teens. Well, some teens. Look. This is a direct shot at the African-American community. I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, honestly, that community is why the menthol stadium. It is. They like menthol cigarettes. I can't help it. I can't help that the... The black community smokes more menthol cigarettes than anybody else. It's just a fact. Kids don't give a fuck about cigarettes. They're vaping cannabis, pretty much. 
They're going to be former crack houses growing hot house tobacco and dipping rolling paper in mint oil. <laughs> They're more likely going to get into vaping than cigarettes. And then when they realize how gay vaping is, that's when they jump over to the cigarette side. You know the worst part of telling your parents that you're vape you're a vapor? Just telling them you're a fag. Oh, oh! speaking of facts, we have to go to San Francisco. Did I say that? That was mean. That was very mean of me. But they've done something, and let me just tell you. Way to go, San Francisco. Officials in San Francisco have voted to approve a mask mandate. For people using public transportation. So, if you're going to go to an A's or Giants game this weekend, you're going to take BART, and you thought, man, oh, man, it's going to be so nice not having to smell the ass of everyone on this fucking train. Yep, too bad. You got to wear a mask now. I smoke menthols some of the time when I was a smoker. Cigarettes are gross. San Francisco is such a shithole. It really is. The Bay Area Rapid Transit Board approved the mask mandate during a board of directors meeting because they're all Freddy cats there. I'm surprised they don't make you wear a body condom on those things. Let me tell you, the last time I was on a BART train, I went and saw Guns N' Roses in San Francisco, and we, we, we parked in, I don't know, Walnut grove or walnut hill or wherever the fuck the walnut is out there parked there and we rode that in and it's only the second time i've ever been on on bart i i i never ever take bart and i realized halfway through why i don't is because the train dives into the ocean that just freaks me out man i got a train car under the ocean right now what happens if, if, if we spring a leak And don't give me this shit while they test it and all that. Yeah, the leaks happen. I wonder if Fairfield Area Rapid Transit will follow suit. Oh, I'm I'm sure they will. I'm sure they're all going to. They say the policy will be in place until at least July 18th. No, the policy is going to be in place for the next five years probably until they they elect some people in that city that clean the fucking city up. Fart, get it? (laughs) The Fairfield Area Rapid Transit. Okay. I'm sorry. I did not have my, my, my funny guy glasses on for that one. That one's good. I'm riding fart today. so dumb. Put the mask back on. Put the mask on. Take the mask off. Put the mask on. Take the mask off. So dumb. Uh, Where else we at? Oh, I love this next story. This next story, and, and by the way, I you know, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. And this one, this one's a recent one. 
This one's a, this one is one that just happened. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Let's go back in time, shall we? Just a couple weeks. It, it, no, no, nothing too big here. There it is. Okay, that's enough time. Didn't Dr. Fuki uh, just end the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. But the Bay Area, they know better, obviously. 16 states and a coalition of environmental groups are not happy this morning. We went back in time. The story was is that the United States Postal Service was looking to get up to 165,000 new vehicles. By the way, only 10% were going to be electric. So, so with all this talk about banning gas-powered cars and all this kind of stuff, the United States Postal System, which is and really isn't a part of the government, it is, but it isn't, it, it, it's, it's so wishy-washy. But they're going to buy 165,000 new vehicles. Only 16,000 are going to be electric. And, of course, environmental groups are going crazy. The new gas-powered cars get 8.6 miles a gallon. That's not very good. I, I got to say, that's, that, that, that's not the greatest. Plaintiffs include Earth Justice, the Sierra Club the Center for Biological Diversity, as well as the Attorney General of California, New York, Connecticut, Delaware, the District of Columbia, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New Mexico, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. So all all the the regular culprits are there. And I knew this was going to be a... I knew this was going to be such a a fuck-up on the government's part. Shocking. Shocking, by the way... When this guy is your president. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I actually traveled 17,000 miles on his vice president. I don't know that for a fact. What the fuck are you talking about? U.S. 6 says USPS is still better than FedEx. Fuck FedEx. Fuck them all. Man, oh, man. I, I swear, when you order something now, I, I don't know about y'all. It, it For me now, it's just I'm holding my breath. I don't ever pay for extra shipping or faster shipping because I know they're going to fuck me in the long run. Oh, we ship through FedEx. Yeah, until FedEx takes it to the post office, then I got to wait two more fucking days for the post office to deliver it, even though I paid for it, FedEx. Oh, UPS, you're you're awful. You leave shit sit in your warehouse for a month. A single word. <laughs> American divine in a single word. Mesophilia, uh, the Himalayas. I mean, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Okay, now would that word be great, awesome, freedom, something like that? What's the single word, Joe? 
I was going to foot him. I'm not aware of that word. Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him. What? Unless we travel 17,000 miles wait, on wait, 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 I don't know wait, wait. that for a fact. Why, why, why did you start talking about that? Call from Fresno. Is this my man, Christopher? Arnie, how's it going, man? Hey, what's up, buddy? Where did you get that sound clip of Biden talking about the Himalayas? Oh, man, I... I get a lot of these clips now off of uh, like TikTok. They'll they'll play news things and they'll give me just enough of a clip for Joe Biden that I don't have, and I'm like, yeah, I got to run with that. So yeah, you know I, I just steal. To, you know what he was trying to do? Okay, that story that he's trying to what he did was he told the end of the story first. He forgot to set up the whole thing. So it, it's a stupid, mostly like ninety percent bullshit story he tells. What he's supposed to say is that he does the Himalayas talking to Xi Jinping thing, and then talking to him, he says what the number one word is to describe America. He goes, possibility. And that's how he ends the story every time. But so, I can't believe he fucked it up that bad. Well, I mean, it's like he has a stroke in the middle of it. Yeah. It's like he, he, he wants to tell this story, and then he realizes, oh, shit, I told the punchline first. Now I got to tell the story and back it up. Yes, that's exactly what he did. Holy crap, this again. Get this guy out of office. He's, he's lost. I mean, well, uh, okay, Christopher, then can, since you, you know what, you're not, you're our new Joe Biden whisperer because you know what he's talking about. What does this one mean? You only. No, no, not that one. This one, the tobacco one. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Come on. Yeah, he, he meant to say prosecution. Yeah, but but he, he he he. I mean, he just shits the bed completely again. Yeah, you know, he was probably thinking of all the times that you know, he's a prostitute that he used to visit all the time. He's probably thinking of her. He, he's thinking of his son Hunter. He saw Hunter out in the crowd and said prostitution. Well, you know, when I when I used to bang prostitutes, I used to smoke Virginia Slims. <laughs> the problem was going through his head. Yeah, I I smoke I, I smoke Marlboro Reds because I wasn't <laughs> like those blacks that like menthols. <laughs> you imagine how, you imagine how great that would be? No, I don't want any of that menthol crap. That's what they're smoking in the jungle. That's that's what the colors smoke. <laughs> All right, Christopher. Hey, uh, your uh, your thing is coming up in just a little bit. Hopefully, I did it justice. Awesome. All right, cool. See you. All right, buddy. There, there you go. There's our official Joe Biden whisper. <laughs> Congratulations, Christopher. You just got the job of a more attractive Jill Pisaki. It's like he has a little shock collar on. His handler started to give him a jolt just to get him back on track. Dave Chappelle can still say the punchline first. Oh, yeah, Dave Chappelle can because he's not having a stroke in the middle of it. Yes, Jen Psaki is getting uglier by the minute, Douglas. <laughs> Biden's dogs hate the smell of menthol. <laughs> oh, because that was the report was that they were mainly black Secret Service agents that were attacked by the dogs. Even his fucking dogs are racist. Oh. 
I tell you, this is you don't understand the struggle I have in my life. As much as I love this country and I love America and how bad Joe Biden is for it, and it makes me cry. Man, how good he is for my career. I got to tell you, it, it, look, it, if any other president had this many drops, I mean, this many. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. What but because the shit? By 2040, this country is going to be minority white. European. And by 2040, guess what? They ain't going to be driving no gas-powered cars or smoking no cool cigarettes thanks to you. I thought Jen resigned. She she is quitting. She's going to do like, she's doing this fucking, I I guess it's like her swan song. And then she's going to join MSNBC and join morons like, oh, I don't know, Rachel Maddow. The virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Um, It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Princess Diane after her windshield aplasty is more attractive than Pisaki. We already have an inward cigarette. We don't need any inward vaping pins. <laughs> I just want I, I, I. There's got to be a page or somebody in the White House that just, just you, you know, get a, get a, get your phone in your lapel pocket and just have it film when Joe decides to go off one day. I would. I that would be the that would be the ultimate fly in the room would be to hear Joe just carrying on and doing racial jokes in front of Pelosi and Schumer, and they're all just hooting and hollering. Can you imagine Joe Biden telling the joke, hey, hey, Chuck, what's the difference between dark chocolate and people? Or, damn it, I fucked that joke up. What's the difference between chocolate and people? <laughs> you can still buy dark chocolate. Ha, 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 ha. Nancy's fucking pounding down her scotches left and right over there. She's got scotch coming out of her nose because they're laughing. Hey, 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 Mr. President. This is Nancy because that's the way she sounds. Hey, Mr. President, what's the best part about dating a black girl? You never have to meet her father. Chuck Schumer's wet himself now. <laughs> this is an Oval Oval Office meeting I want to attend. Oh, Andrew says, I would pay my left nut to see <laughs> Joe twilling racial jokes to Obama. Nancy's waving her empty glass of scotch. And the other, More whiskey, boy. <laughs> There is an ultimate joke to tell. I I almost, I I have to tell you this joke. 
because it's so funny. And I, I literally, I almost choked to death on steak because I was told this joke at an Outback Steakhouse. Back in the day when I used to play a lot of golf, <laughs> we would have these, these annual Tuesday night, we called them staff meetings. But it would be all the golf pros from around the area. I knew everybody. I was what was called America's guest because I never had to pay for golf. It was, it was a great time in my life. I, I could spend more money on drugs. So uh, every Tuesday night, we'd all go out to dinner. And there'd be like 10, 12 of us. And, of course, we're the loudest table. We're fucking just carrying on. They're all getting hammered. I'm just eating and drinking Cokes. One night, one of the golf pros, and I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, he is still a very dear friend of mine, and I love him very much. Uh, but he <laughs> he tells us, this, this is, and, and by the way, it's a horribly racist joke. I, I'm just letting you know right now it's horribly, but it's such a visual joke. He said, why, 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 why do, you know, black people walk like this? And, you know, it was like scouting their head out kind of like the chicken walk. And he goes, because it was too tiresome to walk like this. And he kind of walked like an orangutan with his arms up in the air. And, uh, I mean, like, like when, 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 you, when you see it, when you see it done, it's incredibly awful, but it's so funny. I would love to see Joe tell that joke. Oh, my God. If he somehow did that, if he did, like, the swinging arms over his head, holy shit. I don't ask for much, Lord, but please let Joe Biden do that. Maybe not that joke, but do something like, oh, God, how great would that be? Ah, I know. I know. I'm a terrible person. Now, speaking of terrible people, the University of, Cal- uh, University of California's, hey, be ready for this. Be happy about this, are going to now waive tuition and fees. Starting in 2022, but only for Native American students. (laughs) This would be casinos, not 7-Elevens. The initiative is part of the UC Native American Opportunity Plan, which is designed to bolster student diversity and make the university more affordable and accessible for Native American students. System President... Dr. Michael V. Drake wrote in a letter. Was that the joke told? No, Fuzzy Zeller, Fuzzy Zeller, when they they got mad at Fuzzy Zeller because they asked him uh, about what he thought about Tiger Woods winning the Masters. And Fuzzy says, well, I just hope he doesn't sell, you know, serve fried chicken at the at the champions dinner. That was just and that was literally all he said. Joe was trying to tell that joke going up the stairs of Air Force One. (laughs) Uh, This new program will cover tuition and student service fees for undergraduate and graduate students who are members of federally recognized Native American tribes. Uh, Now now I have to ask, is this going to be like, are are we going to get like some Elizabeth Warrens? 
Yeah, Scott just na- nailed it. Scott, you you beat me to it. Can you be one one ninety seventh Native American like Elizabeth Ward? I it I don't know. It doesn't say in here what how much of the percentage you need to be of instead of yeah 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 yeah. There are 109 federally recognized tribes in California, so if you're one of them, you got a little Indian in you, guess what? You ain't got to pay for college no more. It was 1,1064th. The funniest meme I saw was, (laughs) this is more native than Elizabeth Warren, and it was a white Jeep Cherokee. Fuck, I laughed about I still laugh about that today. Good God. So there you go. New, uh, new, new. And by the way, by the way, by the way, we all, we all know that that's going to get abused, right? Right. Okay. We are know. We, we, we know that that's going to get abused and it will go away then soon. Okay. All right. As long as we know that, as long as everybody here can agree with one another that, hey, that's going to go away. Wait, let's see. White House defends DHS, dim- the disinformation board. Not sure who opposes the effort. Well, I, somebody's going to have to take this. Maybe maybe this will be my lot. This, this will be my lot in life to go to the Supreme Court. And I would like to protect disinformation as free speech. It is, isn't it? I mean, I mean, we we can have this discussion, can't we? Isn't disinformation when you put something up there disinformation? Isn't disinformation covered under free speech? Isn't that covered under the First Amendment? We're not doing any kind of harmful speech. We're not yelling out fire in a crowded movie theater. If you've ever been evicted, you can identify as Native American. Special Kale says, yes, it is. Well, I'm wondering then when somebody's going to do this. Now, if, if private companies like Facebook, and I know they're publicly traded, but they're still private companies, right? If they want to have rules in place that you adhere to their rules... As far as I see it, disinformation is covered, yeah, as stupid and un-American. I, I agree. I, Ogre, I agree completely. When they talk about the, the, this whole idea of misinformation, I, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know what it means, but I, they were putting it on things that, that were said, and then, I mean, they edited so much of social media last year. Now, once again, you don't have freedom of speech on social media. You sign up for it and you agree to their terms. Okay? That's why you can't put certain things up on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter at the time. Now, what Twitter did was they abolished free speech when they wouldn't let people talk about the Hunter Biden laptop. 
They actually scrubbed the Washington Post Twitter page. They got rid of it because they said that was misinformation. That's not misinformation. They were reporting on a story they had. That's what I'm opposed. Look, look. If Facebook wants to take down posts of, of you know, Sally get not getting along with Betty because Steve's fighting on them, if Sally goes, I will pay people to murder this person, that shouldn't be up on social media. That's a threat. It was a New York Post. I'm sorry, Special K. I thought, yeah, it was a New York Post, the Washington Times, because the Washington Post is super liberal, and they weren't reporting that. You're right. Thank you. It's been upheld that only time is is considered free speech is when there is a call for action. Basically, if you threaten someone. Yeah. So there you go. So misinformation is still protected under free speech. So we don't need the government to put up a board there. We can have these private companies decide what they want and what, what they don't want to put on their social media pages. And then, then it'll be up to us as society to say, well, I don't want to use that one anymore. See, that's the way it used to be. The government didn't need see, this word's fucked up. The government jumped in. And these companies went along with it and said, oh, we're doing this for the government. Well, you're not because it's very, very anti People put misinformation up there all the time. Think about all the people that put misinformation up when they say they're in a good mood that day. That's misinformation. Can we take that down? I said I would run over a clown, post it on my page. I went to Facebook jail for 24 hours. I couldn't comment or post. You'd run over a clown? You, you've you never stayed in that hotel? Oh, that's right. I forgot the Warbird hates clowns. I used to send him texts that had clowns in it. Yeah, he, he's been good. He hasn't, he hasn't rubbed my nose too bad in the Alabama stuff, so he hasn't got any clown stuff. Just remember, hey, Warbird, I, 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 I know what your kryptonite is. Okay, pal? It should be very scary that the government is threatening to take away more. I'm terrified. I am terrified. See, but this is the thing. This, the, look, 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 look. And this is the thing that scares me the most. Is if you want to feel more secure, you have to give away more freedoms. I sure as fuck do not feel more secure with Joe Biden in office right now. I tell you guys, that's why I vote. I vote for who makes me feel safer and who isn't going to fuck the FCC. I don't really care about the FCC one anymore, but that used to, you know, that would fuck with my livelihood. So I had to worry about who was in office fucking with the FCC. Now it's who makes me safer. Well, if I want to feel safer, that means I have to give up certain freedoms. Well, we've given up a whole lot of freedoms, but I sure as fuck don't feel safer in this country. Some of y'all motherfuckers are more uh, than ready and willing to give those rights away. There are some people that are. 
There are a lot of people that are. They want to feel more secure. Not me. No, I'll take care of my security. I mean, the government has to do its job. They have to protect us. That's their only job they have. They got to protect us, but you know what? I want my freedoms. That's why I live here. <laughs> Technically, that is a threat to the president, Orper, that you're going to run over a clown. Now, now, when you ran that clown over Warbird, were there like a bunch of firefighters in the same car? You're just getting your revenge that way? Uh, someone famous once said, those willing to trade security for their freedoms deserve neither. Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you why. This is, this is my main... This is this this is my this is where I stand on everything the slippery slope. I worry about the slippery slope more than anything else in the world because once you start giving in, once you crack that door open, you've let that industrial air out. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. The Second Amendment's a great amendment. But once they got rid of the automatic weapons, they got their way in there. They're going after handguns for the longest time. I would say most of the 80s and 90s, they were trying to get rid of handguns. And thank God for school shooters, I guess, who who bought AR-15s. But they've tried because we let them in. Once you start letting them in, you're willing to give up a lot more. I mean, I'm terrified that uh, on my deathbed that the people from Apple or Sony are going to show up on my deathbed and go, okay, we need all this from you. Well, it, it, it was all in that I agree here. Like, Apple's the worst because you have, like, 98 pages of beyond college-level, like, script that you have to try to read single-lined by all that you agree to. You don't know what's going to happen to you. Those people from Apple are going to show up and say, hey, you agreed to this a number of times. We get your kidneys. We all do it. Nobody reads that shit. I'd like to meet the person that sat and read all of the Apple agreement. Agreed. Agreed. That's first Burton I look for on a thing. Agreed. I don't want to go through all this bullshit. Oh, so, yes, the disinformation board has another. It, it, it's about the most anti-American thing you can have, the misinformation board, and it's hosted by a United States government agency. This is what I mean, the woke eating the woke. Here are the dummies eating more of the dummies. The only people that read it all are all Apple's lawyers. I bet you even some of them 
I'm not, I look, I did pages 48 through 49. What Franklin said about freedom and security was an internal tax matter and had nothing to do with information and security. But it seems true, doesn't it? If you're willing to give up so many freedoms for your security, it works. All right. We will now do our celebrity ass death match. Uh, brought to the, this is brought to you by Christopher. Christopher is in charge of this. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. It's Friday, and that means celebrity ass death match time. And it is time. The mountain of Buddy set this up is that he has two different leagues of buddy cop duos he's got them listed one through eight seed and so we're gonna go one versus eight through all these and we will find out just who the greatest buddy cops in the history of tv and movies are Let's get it on. all right in our first matchup ass family first matchup is set Oof, boy, this is a good one here. This is this is a good one here. Benson and Stabler. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Benson and Stabler from SV, and I guess it was on last night. I got I got to watch it. I didn't realize that that I thought they were taking a break too, like the Chicago shows, but they weren't. You know why? Because they work there at, at Law and Order. Where is my damn Law and Order music? Is it here? There it is. There we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Benson Stabler. Taking on Frank Reagan and his amazing mustache from Blue Bloods. We've got Benson and Stabler versus Frank Reagan. And all his wonderful mustaches on Blue Bloods. Ask family, I ask you the question, who you got? Benson and Stapler? Olivia and, and the bald guy? <laughs> wow! Man, I tell you what, Frank Reagan... Frank Reagan and his mustache put up one hell of a fight, but Benson and Stabler, boom, boom. Benson and Stabler, move on. Now, the next one, you better know this next one. This next one, I, I, I'm not playing with you. I am not playing with you at all, people. If you go, I, I don't know that first one. Oh, wait, hold on a second here. 
Wait a second. Where the hell did it go? Wait a second. I'm not happy right now. Oh, I am very not happy. Oh, I'm pissed off. Where's my damn music for that? Well, I don't have the music, and I don't have time to download it. We'll just do regular music instead of the theme song, one of the greatest theme songs ever. We're for Crockett and Tubbs. Miami Vice. Oh, love that. We will have that in the next segment. Crockett and Tubbs taking on the Wires, McNulty and Bunt. Ooh, that's a tough one. Crockett and Tubbs, Miami Vice versus McNulty and Bunt from the Wire. Ass family, who you got? stop this fight. We got to stop this fight immediately because Miami Vice put the beat down on them. Crockett and Tubbs. The best dressed uh, easily. And by the way, the reason why, and this is true, the lenses are new because I broke them because I stepped on them accidentally. I still have my tortoiseshell Ray-Bans from 1988. Yep. Yeah, you heard me. The tortoiseshell Ray-Bans you see me wear, I had those from my wet and wild days, and I got those because of Sonny Crockett. True story. Next one we got up. The truth is out there, and Mulder and Scully will tell you the truth from the X-Files. So you got Mulder and Scully taking on, oh, man. These guys are the originators of the cool car when it came to cop dramas. We give you Starsky and Hutch. Mulder and Scully versus Starsky and Hutch. Ass family. Arnie, do you ever have the shades with the leather wraps on the side? No, those were a... Varney still makes those. And back in the day, Varnays were expensive. They were like $75. Now they're like $400. Varnays are ridiculously expensive. But yeah, Varnays still make them. So here you go. Mulder and Scully versus Starksy and Huss. Ask family, who you got? <laughs>
can't believe it. Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully move on over Starsky and Hutch. Man. You guys, you, you guys are some late-term Gen Xers. I'm just telling you. That would never. That, now, this next one, I, I know how this one's going to go, but it's okay. We have the original Seven Mary Three, also known as Ponch and John. Oh, John Baker, Frank Poncherello from the show Chips, taking on old school shit here. Joe Friday and Bill Gannon from Dragnet. Ponch and John from Chips versus Joe Friday and Bill Gannon from Dragnet. Ass family. Who you got? Oh, today, Rise, we are doing the Mount Rushmore of Cop Buddy Show, or Buddy Cops. Just the facts, man. Good call. Christopher, how can you go against your own people like Frank Poncherello? We got us a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Seven Mary Three has moved on. Punch and John move on. Now, this might determine my mood for the rest of the day. I'm just letting you know. Is who makes it on this Mount Rushmore? Boy, I got I got to tell you, I, I, I'm worried. I'm nervous about this. I, I, I am so, I, this, this does not make me, this does not ease my soul. I will do something about it. Oh, yes, yes, I, I, I plan on doing something about it. Our first matchup is set, though, ass family. First matchup to see who gets on this Mount Rushmore of Buddy Cops. I wanted to put Adam-12 on the list, but I didn't think, oh, Adam-12 was the shit, dude. Let me just tell you. Our first matchup is between Benson and Stabler from Law & Order SVU and Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice. Miami Vice versus SVU ass family. Who ya got? Come on, Yon Hammer. Let's get them steel drums going. Boy, you knew it was Friday night.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a winner. We have a winner, and it was close. Crockett and Tubbs move on. Crockett and Tubbs move on. Oh, my God. By one vote, by one single vote, they move on. Our other matchup. Because the truth is out there, my friends. Yeah, I, I, I had to end it. I only, it, it I, I, let's see. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's go up here. This is the original one, damn it. Yeah, this is the one we all wanted. That's it. Yeah, okay, and it's been downloaded. Deal with that. Sweet. All right, the truth is out there. And it will be found by one of these two groups. Will it be from the X-Files of Mulder and Scully? Or will it be Punch and John from Chips? Chips versus X-Files ass family. Who you got? It's X-Files, straight fire, not sex files. I, 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 I see how you can, you can get that mixed up. Boy, this is coming down to the wire again. Gracious, great balls of fire. Ponch and John move on. Ponch and John. Half of Mount Rushmore is set. We've got Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice versus Ponch and John. Holy shit. I mean, I mean, damn. That right there is fantastic. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. I know it's crazy, isn't it? 775-357-FANS is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. We'll do part two next.
She asked me where I was from I said somewhere you never been to Little town outside of Knoxville Heading by some dogwood trees She tried talking with my accent We held hands and waded into that blue water She left the flip-flops by my red wings on the beach Even now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken desperado Waited right back to my roots Something about the way she kissed me Tells me she loves Eastern Tennessee Yeah, but all I brought back with me Was some sand in my boots I said, let's go shoot tequila So we walked back to that beach bar And she said, don't cowboys drink whiskey So we drank bottom ship and she said, damn, that sky looks perfect And I said, girl, you never seen stars like the ones back home And she said, maybe I should see them for myself Yeah, but now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken desperado Waited right back to my roots Something about the way she kissed me Tells me she loves Eastern Tennessee Yeah, but all I brought back with me Was some sand in my boots Oh, I said, meet me she told me I was crazy, yeah, but I still thought that maybe she'd show up. Oh, but now I'm dodging bottles in my sunburned Silverado, like a heartbroken desperado, headed right back to my roots. Something about the way she kissed me tells me she loves. Some sand in my boots. Yeah, but all I brought back with me was some sand in my boots. Shutterbuck beer, yeah, I like Texas. 
Refresher class, it's arnieradio.com. You go there, and for $2.99 a month, you can listen to this show. You can listen to it live. 
You can listen to it downloaded. You can listen to it whenever the fuck you want to listen to it. All right? ArnieRadio.com. Real, real easy. Last night, I got to say... This has got to be the least sexiest NFL draft of all time. And 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 they put it out in Vegas. I mean, this is such a this is going to the prom with a special needs girl or you're like prom king and they vote the special needs girl. Yeah, you know, as, as prom queen. Becca. You know her. And you got to take the pictures. You're going to be the yearbooks forever. And that's kind of what this year's draft is, is the Becca of the draft. Uh, the roof was closed yesterday. It, they could have had it open. They could have had it open, but they had it closed, thank God, and they had the air conditioner on. And that's all that matters. Braddy Kid, have a wonderful day today. She just walked out. So, uh, But, yeah, the roof was closed. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't poach us like they tried to the last time I was there. When it was all hot and shit, and they said, hey, let's open it all up. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Still, I, I actually did walk all the way around the stadium yesterday. I had to find the hat store because there's a certain Ranger hat that I really, really want, but, of course, they didn't have it. Why would they have the hat that I want at the ballpark? I mean, that's just stupid. Oh, do I want a pink Ranger hat? Why, no, I sure as fuck don't. Uh, but but this year's draft is just the most unsexy draft that we've ever had. I I it, personally I think. Uh, Stackar says best thing after draft is Jerry Jones holding up his draft ranking to the camera so everyone can see who they're going to pick for the next few rounds. Yeah, I heard about that. What an idiot. Uh, so this is how you can tell it's not a sexy draft. When the, the, the first two picks are defensive ends and defensive linemen, and a quarterback doesn't get taken until the... I know the Steelers took the damn quarterback. Where is he? There he is. Until the 20th pick? Good God. Makes me ask the question, wait a second, who, who won the Heisman last year? That guy... Who, wait, 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 who, who, who won the Heisman? Wait a second. I can't believe I don't know who, who won the Heisman. Who, yeah, who won the Heisman uh, this year? 2020 Devontae Smith, 2022. Bryce Young, the quarterback for Alabama. Okay, so I guess he's staying in. So, Jesus. Uh... Maybe I wanted the pink hat. Well, you walk by the store. You could have got the pink hat. Bryce Young from Alabama, of course. We don't know who to give the Heisman to. Give it to an Alabama player. They, quote, unquote, deserve it. Uh, let's see. So, a uh, fellow by the name of Trayvon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia, 6'5", 272. Yeah, that's... Those are pretty good numbers. The kid from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson, went second. 
Somebody just asked, who'd the Saints pick up? Uh, you got a wide receiver out of Ohio State with your first pick, Chris Olave. Your second pick in the first round, you got an offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, Trevor Pimming. Kyle, G.I. Joe, action figure hands, pick it to the Steelers. Dude's hands are so small he can't grip a Coke can. I don't think his hands are that small. A lot of people, I, I, I know that, that Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy wanted that pick yesterday. And then there's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my beloved Dallas Cowboys. My beloved Dallas Cowboys selected Tyler Smith, a defensive offensive lineman from Tulsa, who they like because, well, he's raw, meaning he he hasn't been playing that long. He had 12 penalties last year. Well, are, are we replacing the kid from Texas? I know he left. The offensive lineman, the kid from Texas, he left. And captain penalty. We're replacing him with this guy now? Come on. Jesus Christ. The Jets won the first. Who said the Jets won the first round? The Eagles traded up and the Lions traded up and sniped Jamison Williams. Hey, hold on a second here. Who got him? Who got Jameson Williams? Oh, the Lions got him. Lions got him. (laughs) Fuck you, Eagles. You bastards. Uh, Well, this batch. Oh, okay. Zach said the Jets won. Let's see. He got defensive end at 26 from Florida State. I wouldn't be bragging too much about that. Uh, and then a wide receiver out of Ohio State, Garrett Wilson, and Ahmad Garner, a cornerback out of Cincinnati. Well, yeah, they won the first round because they had fucking three picks in the first round. Jesus. What about the rumor that, oh, I, that, 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 Brady Kidd, you're ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. It's my next story. Got to start with the draft first. Oh, man, this is not a good rumor for you Raider fans out there. Owner Mark Davis said that Colin Kaepernick deserves another chance at playing pro football and would be opening to sign him to the Raiders. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? That Mark Davis is absolutely, positively stupid. Was he in a car accident? Was he riding with one of his players this year? First of all, you fired John Gruden for pretty much no reason at all, and he's fixing to sue the shit out you. Then you allow your players just to fucking drink and drive all over Vegas, killing more people. And now you're saying you'd be willing to sign Colin Kaepernick to a backup? He's not even going to be as good as an NFL backup now. The man hasn't been in the league in, what, seven years, eight years? 
Patriots drafted a center named Strange, who was estimated to go 104. And on live air, Sean McVay, Rams coach, was laughing so loud. Mark Davis is lying to get woke brownie points. He's garbage. What? I, I know Carr isn't the best quarterback, but he's better than Kaepernick. Well, see, this is the thing. I don't know. It, I Mark Davis's haircut says, yes, I am. That's stupid. And, and his actions of what he did last year with firing and all that kind of shit say, yes, I am. That's stupid. I still can't believe that he is related to one of the smartest guys ever when it came to the National Football League, Al Davis. He might be saying this because he knows his starting quarterback isn't going to lose his job anytime soon. David Carr is set. He's not going anywhere. Oh, geez. Number one pick. Walker was in a serious car accident one hour before the draft. He hit two parked cars. Holy shit, is he okay? Damn, this draft is picking up a little bit. Now, hold on a second. You know what? Let, let, I want to do something here. Let, let's, let, let's do something, shall we? Um, okay. Could Colin Kaepernick possibly play for any of these teams? We're going to go through them real quick. Arizona. No, they still have Kyler Murray, even though I think he's going to get party. Uh, he's going to get, uh, whatchamacallit, traded real soon. Uh, Atlanta. They still have, what, Matty Ice there? And do I think that Matty Ice is better than Colin? Yes, I think he's better than Colin Kaepernick because he's been in the league consistently. Baltimore, yes, you're not going to get rid of uh, the, the kid from Louisville. You're, he's set. Buffalo quarterback uh, Josh, whatever his name is, set. He's not going anywhere. Carolina, they don't have a quarterback. There you go. Colin Kaepernick, go to Carolina. Chicago, you could go there. Nobody's going to fucking miss you there. Cincinnati, they got Joe Burrow. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Cleveland, they just picked up a guy who likes to fucking touch masseuses. No. Uh, Sadly, Dak Prescott is better than Colin Kaepernick with the Cowboys, I I have to say. Uh, The Denver Broncos just traded their entire franchise away for Russell Wilson, so they're set. Detroit, yeah, you can go to Detroit and be a quarterback. Enjoy that. Green Bay, not a chance in hell. Houston, you could play there maybe. Uh, Indianapolis, mm, Carson Wentz has got that one pretty much locked. Jacksonville, no. You got the big blonde kid. Kansas City Mahomes, no. Chargers, no. Rams, no. Raiders, no. Dolphins, possibly. Minnesota Vikings, I would still take Kirk Cousins over Kaepernick, sadly. No, New England. The Saints, no, I don't want to do that to the Louisiana fans. I like them. The New York Giants, please go there. We can beat you twice a year. The Jets, everybody's better than people that play on the Jets. The Eagles, once again, please go there. We'll get two wins a year from you. Steelers, no, that's too good of a franchise. Seattle, perfect, go away. San Francisco, they don't want you back. Tampa Bay, they have a guy named Tom Brady. Tennessee, who gives a fuck? And the Washington Torpedoes, I you could go there and I'd get two wins a year out of it. So, 
I, I, I Colin Kaepernick is not good enough to play in the NFL anymore. The end. The end. Prove it you're good enough. Prove it. Prove it. That's all. I mean, prove it. Just do a workout or something. I mean, if you've missed football so bad, why are you not playing right now in the USFL? Oh, I know it's an abortion of a league, but why aren't you playing? Terrell Owens is fucking playing, and he's like 50. Johnny Manziel is throwing touchdown passes to Terrell Owens. So you're telling me you're better than those guys who are actually employed. Okay, perfect. Wonderful. Now, that is not the only thing that, that Las Vegas has going for it. No, no sorry, Bob. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. It, you come to the Arnie State Show and you get stories like this. Um, a sex worker in Nevada says she's so grateful for the revenue that the NFL draft has brought her this month. She wants to give Thursday's number one overall pick a free sex romp. 27-year-old licensed sex worker, Roxanne Price, I'm sure that's her real name, said that the Vegas escorts took a hit during COVID. But with the draft coming to town, the big money has finally started to come back in the industry. She wants to give the draft number one overall pick, top-notch service at the Chicken Ranch brothel outside of Vegas, 100% free. Come for a free romp. Leave. (laughs) No, those gals are clean. I can't say anything. Escorts have to have a license, really. In those counties in Nevada, they do, yes. They're checked out. They're, they're, They're clean gals, allegedly. The least I can do is offer my top draft pick the most valuable thing I possess, my premium erotic services at no charge. It's my way of saying thank you to the athletes that inspire us all. No word on if if Mr. Mil- Mr. Walker uh, accepted the uh, <laughs> the offer. I will only use a whorehouse if Dolly Parton is the host and Burt Reynolds is the sheriff. Hashtag best little whorehouse in Texas. License, what kind of test do they have to take, boy? All kinds. All kinds that stick and poke you. Just like they want to. Uh, all right, so we got that story. All right, that's all the draft, right? Uh, okay, good. Now, now our, our, the biggest douchebag in the world, Alec Baldwin. By the way, uh... The story uh, that I, I gave to you guys yesterday, I showed you the frame-by-frame frame scene where the gun goes off. Even though you can't really tell the gun goes off, I guess Helena Hutchins' fa- husband is fucking furious. And rightfully so. I mean, 
they're showing the exact moment she's blown away, literally. <laughs> Christopher just sent some New York a picture of him in his New York coffee cup. That's funny. Uh, recently released audio calls with a Santa Fe defective uh, detective reveal Alec Baldwin complained about how the shooting cost him jobs. By the way, I, I, I hate to be the one that says this, but you know when he had his big media moment and I said that's all bullshit, all he cares about is his next job, well... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you mm-hmm. so. He also badgered the police to grill the film crew over a box of missing bullets. No, oh, here we go. We we have video of this. Okay, this ought to be good. I know I keep saying the same thing to you, like a broken record, but I'm sure you can sympathize with how I feel. And that is that uh, this idea that that box has Sarah Zachary, the probably called the forty-five long cults, disappeared for some period of time. And it was it was Sarah that had said that, right? Sarah, Sarah Zachary said to me that 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 that, 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 that uh, I think she was describing. I'm not going to play all this because it's a pain in the ass. But he's going on and on with this detective about how they go away, they, they're missing, and then all of a sudden they're found, and then there's a live round in his gun. How weird is that? Let me let, 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 let's just let's just put this out there. If Alec Baldwin was set up, uh, whatever. If he was set up, then hopefully they'll do the the job and they'll find out he was set up and he'll be he'll be released to charge. He's always going to have to live with that he pointed a gun at someone and the gun went off and someone died from it. Okay, they look look. Alec, you can try to get out of all that shit, but the world, the karma world, everything, they know that you killed somebody. We are told as little boys. Now, now, look, look. A lot of y'all are my age, maybe a little bit younger than me. But we all played with toy guns before guns were all bad. Remember growing up? You had the shitty cap gun that had the cowhide grip, but it was like bone. It's supposed to feel like bone grip, whatever. You had cap guns. You had the fucking machine guns that were cap guns. And this is before the, the days of the orange tips. We all played with guns. We all ran around the neighborhood playing with guns. Every kid in that neighborhood who played with a gun, their daddies or their mamas, they told them something early on. If you pointed that gun at your dad or your mom, your mom or dad slapped that gun out of your hand and said, you never point this at someone. Ever. Ever. 
never point at you. You can point it in direction if you're, you know, doing the cap gun fights and stuff like that, but never point a gun at someone. Alec Baldwin pointed the gun right at her, and the gun went off. And they weren't really filming. They were they were doing bullshit filming. So he needs to live with the fact that he is responsible for the death of a woman. The end. Now, he can bitch about losing roles. He can do all that kind of stuff. But he is on the hook. Like it or not, pal, you're on the hook for it. I think that's the part that's made me the most angry about this, is if he just owned up to it. The gun went off in my hand. There's nothing I could do. I didn't pull a trigger. The gun went off in my hand. That's all he has to say, but he he doesn't even want to say that because I'm sure his lawyer has advised him not to. And he's, he's being smart and listening to his lawyer. But this whole thing has just gone on too long. I, I, I feel bad for that lady's husband, her son. They have, to, they have to open up the Internet and see this every day. That sucks. They have to relive this bullshit every single day. No thanks. Out of nowhere yesterday, this this one caught me off guard. Didn't they ever hear what happened to Brandon Lee on the court? No shit. Out of nowhere yesterday, late, late show host James Corden quit. (laughs) We're really missing the important question here. When is the movie coming out, and when do we get the trailer? Boy, that movie's killer. Now, you don't have to like. Here's the thing. James Corden, I think he's a pretty entertaining fella. He needs to stop talking about any kind of politics, though. Hey, look here. Look here, foreigner. Yeah, you, you don't need to go do that. that this is not your pawn. You want to you want to talk about fucking politics? Then fucking hand your leader a fucking comb, okay, guy? Yeah, no one should be surprised he's behaving this way, Alec Baldwin. He's a known douchebag and hothead. Very true. The Late Late Show is currently in its seventh season, and his tenure will be up at the completion of season eight. And he says, no, I'm done. He plans to spend more time back in the U.K., and he's mulling over a move home with his wife, Jules, and their three kids. I got to say that CBS is dropping the ball here. See, this is, this is CBS not, not keeping up with the Joneses. James Corden actually puts on an entertaining show. I don't care for his band leader, but that's okay because he has, you know, guests eat like, you know, pig penis and things like that. And that shit's funny. And his carpool karaoke, I think, is uh, is, is entertaining. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I don't care. But it's it, it's entertaining at least. And you see, nobody wants to stay up super late for that. So... I always thought they were going to replace Stephen Colbert with with with, with uh, James Corden. I think that would be the smart move because Stephen Colbert gets dick ratings. 
James Gordon actually does entertainment, and he could take on Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon is number one in the ratings. Shouldn't be because he's fucking terrible. He's the originator. He's the originator of laugh at your own joke. Don't even get me started on Jimmy Kimmel and what kind of an abortion that guy is. ABC ain't going anywhere with him. He's going to stay there for. He's going to be the next Ted Koppel there. He's going to go from his show to doing Nightline. But I really thought that this was like maybe a power move by James Corden to say, if you want to keep me, you got to move me to this spot. <laughs> Please replace him with Pete Davidson for a day and his first guest be Kanye. Well, that's going to start all that speculation. It, uh, you know what? And honestly, Stackar, I got to say that Pete Davidson hosting the Late Late Show is not that far of a stretch. It's not. Sadly, that guy has become so mainstream. First of all, but he's not funny. He's not entertaining. And they would offer him this job. And he would take it because he's not stupid. He'd take it. He's got a team of writers to write jokes for him. He can make he can make buku bucks. He could actually keep up with Kim maybe a little bit. I would love to see him have Kanye on as a guest. That would be funny. I wish those two would just settle it out in the in the ring. Because we know what's going to happen, right? We we know that Kanye is going to get fucking put in his place. Look, 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 look. When you look at rappers and stuff, like you look at 50 Cent, you're like, yeah, I ain't going to fuck with him. You just look at him. Yeah, LL Cool J, nope, no thanks. No, you, you just look at him. But you look at Kanye and you go, eh, I think I could take him. Kanye doesn't look that tough. And Pete Davidson is about the stupidest, luckiest guy in the world, so why would he not win that fight? That's the day I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that day to happen, where Kanye gets beat up by Pete Davidson. Oh, God. Kanye might not be strong, but he has crazy tactics like the Joker. <laughs> he'd, he'd have henchmen on the side all dressed up in weird clothing. Wow. James Gordon leaving. That's shocking. Dummy. Way to walk away from millions of dollars. Hey, CBS, I'm available. I'm far more entertaining than those guys. That would be a girl slap fight. All he has to say is, how's my dick taste? That is true. That is true. He he, he has him on that. That is the ultimate go-to there, Special Kale. I got to respect that one because that is the line you don't want to hear. I mean, Ray J's got it on them all. Ray J just could, he should just come out to the highest point in California with a big megaphone. And he'll talk to 
a number of the thousands of people that have been with Kim Kardashian. How does my dick taste? <laughs> How, How does, does my, my cock taste? taste? Ray J. Kanye just flew across the country to buy out Kim's second sex tape for her. I, I've heard this story. I, I've heard that that a, a, another video was, was found. And somebody sold it to Kanye, and then Kanye took it to Kim to prove how much he still loves her. And that's when he looked at Pete and says, how's my dick taste? And he walked on. I don't know if it's true. And they said this sex tape is better. (laughs) What, can we actually, do they have stars in it? It's not going to take much to be better than the first one. Oh, man. Oh, tearful Sharon Osbourne revealed that Ozzy has COVID. Now, COVID, you, you you know what, COVID, you need to keep your grimy paws off the, 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 the king of fucking darkness. Oh, oh, oh. we have Sharon talking here. Mm-hmm. Ozzy, Ozzy. Um, was only diagnosed, it, it was like the middle of the night, our time, but um, I spoke to him and he's okay. You must be so worried about him. I am very worried about Ozzy right now. Um, we've gone two years without him catching COVID. And- oh, Ozzy, yay, Ozzy, Minnie, Daddy has the COVID. Oh, I'm supposed to cry. Oh, no, Minnie, no. I like Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne got a fucking raw deal from CBS because she stood up for Piers Morgan. By the way... How bad is it that 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 Sharon Osbourne, who stood up for her friend, because they called out Piers Morgan for being so mean to, to Meghan Markle that they were calling him a racist for it. And she said, look, I've known the man for 30 years. He is not a racist. And then Sharon Osbourne gets fired from, what, the Chew or the Talk or whatever the fuck show she was on. The, those babbling hens on that show. They fired her. She hasn't gotten a job since. Piers Morgan just fucking interviewed Donald Trump on his new show on Fox News. How come Sharon's not working? That's some bullshit. Why couldn't Kelly become a movie director working with Alec Baldwin? Da, 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 da. Make her a cinematographer. Let's make sure he gets it done. Did Kanye watch it? LOL. Kim said there was butt stuff. Well, Kim was laughing. I know that Kim made a joke about it on their new show. That, by the way, nobody's watching. <laughs> Fuck you, Hulu. Uh, she made a joke about it, but she's like, I, I, I don't know if there's a second tape. I don't care. I so don't care about them and their sex tapes. Look, that's what made them popular. I don't know why they're upset. That's what made them popular. 
Now, we haven't really been following a lot of this story. We have, but we haven't. There's a recent uh, dust-up, if you will, after an MMA fight between Jorge Masvidal and uh, Cody Covington. Cody Covington was coming out of a restaurant after he beat. He just had beaten Jorge Masvidal in, in, in an MMA fight the weekend before. Brother was coming out at dinner uh, and walking to his car, and he got jumped from behind by Jorge Masvidal, or Masvidal. Now, according to new documents, Colby Covington is saying he has suffered a brain injury. He says that Masvidal struck him with hands or fists, knowing or intentionally causing him great bodily harm. Suffered a broken tooth in the attack. Now it's clear he's alleging damages end up being worse. He also had like $100,000 in damage to one of his watches. Has the UFC ruled on this yet? Has has the UFC come out and said, hey, uh, Jorge, you're suspended for, I don't know, six years, seven years because you attacked the guy out in public after you lost a fight to him? Because I don't know about you, and I know there are a lot of people that love this Jorge Mesvidal guy, but I got to say, don't, don't give me this shit, you're from Dade County. Okay. You lost a fight, and then you jump a guy from behind after he's leaving dinner, the same guy that beat you in the fight, you jump him from behind. Now, I don't know if Covington truly has brain injuries or anything like that. But let me just say this right now. That's really chicken shit. You are a chicken shit. I, I, I'll I call you that to your face. I'll let you hit me. I'll, I'll get rich from you hitting me. But you're a chicken shit. I, I, I honestly don't care who likes this guy or who doesn't like this guy. That's a chicken shit move. You don't do that. Sex tapes used to be cool back when Pornhub wasn't around. Uh, he hasn't been suspended because he's Dana White's boy. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, fuck that guy. Look, I, I, I had to get. I, I've never been a Ronda Rousey big fan. I've never been a big fan of her. But when she refused to do the press conferences after she lost, I lost all respect for. Her. I said, no, you you got to own up to when you lose. You have to. Let's see. Wait. You sent me something, Stackcar. What did Stackcar send me here? Let's see. Let's see if this works. Anytime now, computer. Let's go. Today. Not tomorrow. We still have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, dude. Oh, I talked about this already, Stackcar. I talked about how the FDA is the most racist group out there trying to get rid of menthol cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about it earlier today, Stackar, but thank you. I appreciate you sending me that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. This last story. I, I got. You know what? I, I just I, I hate celebrities. I hate them so much. Andrew Garfield. The guy who was the second Spider-Man, who was just in probably the greatest 
comic book movie of all time, this latest Spider-Man movie, has said that he's going to take a break from his career. And he just wants to be a regular guy. After his girlfriend, Alyssa Miller, broke up with him because of their busy schedules. Is that her? Well, you fucking lucked out. Ah, damn. She, she, I mean, boy, she she is going to look like a Russian oligarch here pretty soon if she already doesn't. Um, you want to give it all up to be a regular guy? Well, as a regular guy, let me tell you, you're an idiot. Why, why would you? Why? I'm going to take time off from my career to be a regular guy. Are you really? Really? You're going to give all that money away? All that money you've earned from being an actor, we're going to put that aside too? You're going to go out and get a job at, like, Home Depot or something? Is that what you're fixing to do? going to go out there? You want to be an investment banker? You got you to do all that kind of cool stuff? Don't, don't give me this regular guy bullshit. You're fucking Spider-Man. You can never be a regular guy. Sorry. You can't. When your suits cost more than some people's houses... You are not allowed to ever be a regular guy again. You just can't. When you wear a velour suit, or or I'm sorry, not a velour, a velvet suit to an awards, no, you can't be a regular guy. I don't care that you got the Colonel Sanders type bow tie working this thing. You're wearing a velvet fucking double-breasted suit. Clark Kent did uh, this in Superman 2, and it didn't work out either. Can't be a regular guy. Nope. No, you can't. You, you can't be a regular guy. You, it's not allowed. No. Uh-uh. Jeff Yo, you're absolutely 100% right. It's really easy to step away and be a regular guy when you're already worth millions. Preach on, brother. Preach on. You know what? You know what we got to say about that? You're goddamn right. Mm-hmm. By the way, the horns are looking, that that offense is looking pretty good so far. I'm just saying. Just saying. I I know it's not even close, but, you know, September's only. I I know second game's against Alabama. There's no chance we're going to win that. Quinn Evers. He just has to go to Dr. Strange and ask him for help. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of all this acting stuff, and I, I, I just need a break, and uh, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to be a regular guy. You say, if you were to say that to me, if I'd be sitting in a restaurant with him, and he says, you know what, I'm going to take some time off and be a regular guy. Pam, Slap him in his damn mouth. And you can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, you look, look. Andrew, here's here's the problem, son. Andrew, you've been a Hollywood actor now for over a decade, right? You were you were in the Facebook movie. You were fucking Spider-Man for Christ's sake. Okay? You never get to be a regular guy again. You just don't. 
You want you want to be a regular guy? Then then go live in the hills of Montana and let's never hear from you again. Andrew says I'm calling it now. UT beats Bama. Well, I'm not calling that one yet. They do have a returning Heisman Trophy quarterback, and it is Alabama. But hey, stranger things have happened. Nothing would make me happier. And you know when it when it comes that week, I will be picking the horns. I can't start now, though. It's still baseball season for a little bit. Rangers have not mathematically been eliminated yet. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's only going to be a couple more weeks where I keep this fantasy alive. Uh, all right. Let's go to it, shall we? Let's uh, let's get back to this, shall we? It is time once again for Celebrity. Celebrity. Okay, so Christopher brought this one to us. The greatest buddy cop duos in the history of time. First round, we saw Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice make it all the way to the mountain, along with Ponch and John from Chips. We will find out now who joins them and who could be the face of this Mount Rushmore. Let's get it on! All right, in our first matchup. Ask family. Whew. Man, this one's a big one here. We have we have cop royalty when it comes to these two. One guy's too old for this shit, and that would be Murtaugh. The first name in that group, Riggs. Riggs and Murtaugh. Lethal weapon. Hello, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover. Oh, Riggs and Murtaugh taking on Gamble and Hoyts. You remember them? That was Will Ferrell and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in the movie The Other Guys. Great movie, by the way. Riggs and Murtaugh versus Gamble and Hoyts. Ass family. Who you got? Stop it, yeah, let's go ahead and stop this. Come on, stop the damn fight already. My God, my God. Riggs and Murtaugh move on. Now, this is a, this is a twosome. I've only seen parts of this movie. I'm sorry I haven't seen it all. Uh, but we have Nick Angel and Danny Buttleman, or Butterman from the movie Hot Fuzz. It's a British, British guy's. Taking on Jack Cates and Reggie Hammond. Reggie Hammond, get back here, you son of a bitch. That's my Nick Nolte. I can do a Nick Nolte interview. That's 48 hours right there. So you got Angel and Butterman from Hot Fuzz taking on Cates and Hammond for 48 hours. Ass family, who you got?
you son of a bitch, you came back. You and Jack came back. All right. Next matchup. Boy, this one's near and dear to my heart. <laughs> the, the duo that introduced me to my best buddy, my, my, my little brown pal, that duo is Turner and Hooch. Hooch, a French Mastiff, who my dog acts nothing like. He just looks like him. Turner and Hooch taking on Axel Foley and Billy Ringquest. You know, the Judd, the, the, the Judd Nelson character. Or not Judd Nelson. You, you know who I, Judge Reinhold, whatever, whatever his name was. Brad from Fast Times Ridgemont High in the Beverly Hills Cops movie. Axel Foley and Billy Versus Turner and Hooch. Ass family. Who you got? of Tango and Cash, Russell and Stallone, Tango and Cash versus the Men in Black, Agents J and K, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Tango and Cash versus Agents J and K, ask family who you got. It's it's not gash. It's cash. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash, move on. All right. Now. To see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. Ask family, here we go. First matchup. Riggs and Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon taking on Cates and Hammonds from 48 Hours. 
Lethal Weapon Duo versus 48 Hours Duo. Ask family who you got. Our final matchup. Man, this one's going to be a doozy here. Ask family, I ask you to choose between Turner and Hooch, a man and his loving dog, versus Tango and Cash. Turner and Hooch, Tango and Cash. Ask family, who you got? Final four is now set. We will find out the face of this Mount Rushmore between Crockett and Tubbs, Ponch and John, Riggs and Murtaugh, and, of course, Turner and Hooch. Up next at ArnieRadio.com.
1057-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, rolling into our last segment here of not only today's show, but of this week. Can you believe, can, can you believe, by the way, by the way, for all you Ozark fans, part two of the final season is on Netflix now. Released today. Next week is May. I've got I got all kinds of stuff going in May, but uh, one thing that that can't look too far past. It, it, you got May happening. A lot of stuffs happening in May, but June first is the fifth anniversary of this show. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. You guys have been here for five years. And, and we're going to keep pushing along. I'm just very excited about the five-year anniversary coming up. Um, all right. Uh, we still have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch to finish up. But before we can get to that, we have some other stories that we have to get to today, including this latest with Elon Musk. Now, look. I've given in, okay? I, I've given in that he's not really a Bond, Bond villain yet. He still wants to put chips in people's heads, okay? But he's doing all this good stuff first. Like, he bought Twitter, right? He wants to open it up. He just opened a, another fucking battery factory or whatever down in Austin. Now, we got some old boy. What's this fella's name here? Uh, this rancher. Uh, Jim Schwertner. The CEO and president of Capital Land and Livestock said Elon Musk moved Twitter to Schwartner, Texas, 38 miles north of Austin in Williamson County, and we'll give you 100 acres for free. Holy shit. <laughs> Mr. Fortner said that he's very serious about his offer, noting that the land he's offering is worth millions of dollars. The property would be perfect. He already expanded his footprint of Tesla in Central Texas. Uh, the metro area is growing fast, projected to add another 450,000 in population. By when? But fuck that. I don't want 450,000 more people in this damn state. It's right off I-35. No, thank you. By 2050, there are going to be 450,000 more people here in the great state. No, thank you. We're closed. Property prices are too high. Do we get cake? I, I don't know yet what we're going to do for the for the five-year anniversary. But this old boy's willing to give him 100 acres right on I-35. Y'all need, to, y'all need to slow down. Like, I'm seeing Elon's Musk name a lot more than I used to. Asking him what, you know, what, what, what he did the night that he acquired Twitter. He's a multitasker. Look, man, I, I, his inflation warning, I, I'm just telling you right now, just wait, just, he still wants to put chips in people's heads, people. But, hey, he's he's great right now. How great would that be? And, by the way, smart move by the, the, the guy offering him the land because right now Twitter's in San Francisco, and I imagine they have to pay rent. And I imagine they pay a hefty rent. So, hey, all Twitter employees, get ready to move to, where is this? Bumfuck, Texas. 
Oh, I can say it because I'm a Texan. I don't even know where this is. Williamson County, 38 miles north. So you're pretty much, you're, you're right before Round Rock. At five years, you'll get what Judge Smales offered. You'll get nothing like it. I want a hamburger, no, a cheeseburger. You'll get nothing like it. Love Judge Smales. Hashtag Caddyshack. But good old Elon, you know, he got himself a black cowboy hat and he rolled into that new that new Tesla truck that I can see all the good old boys in Texas driving in the next million years. Oh, God almighty, that truck is awful looking. Man, I, I, fuck, I'd get a Ford before I'd buy that truck. Kidding to all my Ford friends out there. I'm just kidding. I'd never buy a Ford. <laughs> See, that joke just can keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Here's another one of these. Some dumb fucking teacher who thought they were smart decided they needed to post a video and say what they needed to say. And what they needed to say was, students should learn eggs come from ovaries, not women, so they can support transgender non-binary kids. Now, Arise sent me this story a couple days ago. I've been sitting on this story. Because it, it angers me. It, not as much as it angers her and it angers other teachers out there. And I, I said, well, it, it proves that, that ovaries, it, it, if eggs come from ovaries, only women have ovaries. He says, well, that's not true if you're, a, if you're transgendered to a man. Well, well you, don't, they, don't they get rid of your tubes and stuff? I, I don't know what the procedure is when you when you add a penis to somebody. I mean, I would imagine there are some caverns that are sewn up. But once again, once again, no, no. Only women can have babies, okay? They're the only ones born with those parts. If you transgender, then you don't have those parts anymore. I'm sorry. You got rid of them. You don't have a vagina anymore, right? Why do you get to keep the other stuff? They remove your uterus and ovaries and turn them into sock puppets. Yeah, but once you got all that stuff gone, once you have the surgery, you're no longer that. But you're not a man either. You're still a woman in, in in, in a man's body now. But, hey, I'll I'll still call you sir, and I'll use your he and him pronouns because that's what I do in in public because I'm respectful until you're not respectful to me. And then it's fucking on, Tranny. But until then, hey, look, you want to play in this stupid atmosphere that we're in the world right now? I'm not one to tell you not to because I I, I don't run you. I'm not your daddy. I'm not your mama. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm just going to let you go along with it until you get tired of it and you petition the government 
to have the surgery fixed because they fucked up and all this kind of bullshit. Then when we get down the road and we look at this point in American history and we go, God damn, we are stupid then. I just want everybody, I want everybody to remember, I want you to teach your kids this. For future generations. When future generations look back on this era of our time, I want them to know that there was one man, his name go, his name is Arnie States, has been saying this is the stupidest time of our fucking lives for the past 20 years. And it's been getting dumber and dumber and dumber. We're so fucking dumb now that we don't even know what we are anymore. If we're born with a penis and a ball sack, we're a man. Vagina and, and ovaries, woman. If you're born with both, you're what we would call a hermaphrodite. That's what we used to call them, and I'm going to call them that again. I will not call you a chick with a dick. I will not call you shim. I will not call you he, she. You're a hermaphrodite. The end. That is all of our biology lesson today. The word non-binary is now non-existent. If you don't drop to your knees and cough blood when you get kicked in the scrotum, you're not a man. Someone once asked me uh, once why wouldn't ever buy a, F- a Ford truck. I said it's a simple answer because I don't suck dick. <laughs> that was Christopher. I like that. Yeah, we're going to have shows now called the $6 million They Them. And $6 million doesn't get what it used to. I'm so tired of this bullshit. I know this is the last segment. We don't use the last segment to get into, you know, hard-hitting stuff. This, this um, <sighs> This teacher's name is Sam Long, believes students should be taught that ovaries, not women, produce eggs. Yes, but only women have ovaries, stupid. Well, not if I've, yes, even if you've transitioned. I've magically taken them away. If you can magically in your head go, poof, I'm a different sex, then I can go, imaginary mind, poof, you no longer have ovaries. There you go. You want you want to play dumb games? I can play dumb games all day long. I identify as Jesus. I I I don't know how. Here, here's the part that that freaks me out the most is how did we let it get this far? How, I mean, seriously, like, I, I want you to think about this this weekend. I, I'm giving you a homework assignment. How did we let it get this far? The stupidity. I mean, the writing's been on the wall since everybody was handed trophies, right? And there are enough of us who said, oh, that's stupid. We shouldn't do that. But we were shouted down. 
Then it moved on to its next thing, which I, I don't know what that was. No more bullying. Oh, okay. So, yeah, let's get rid of that. So now all kids are all going to get along. Well, there's a few of say, no, we actually need that. Once again, shout it down. Now we've gotten to this. Where a lot of people are going, well, wait a second. Hold on a second here. We, we want something to say here. Giving it up too long. I've been in that glass case for too long. No longer it, it, it no longer breaks when you need me. Uh, they come from eggs, not ovaries. Uh, ovaries uh, and women are two different things. Boy, I, I, you know, and here's the best part: is a lot of these fucking people, they say this stuff with a straight face. Like to say, uh, we want people to know that eggs come from ovaries and not women. Like that would stop me in my tracks. I'd be like, huh? But but aren't women the only ones that have ovaries? Well, that unless they transition into a man, then the then the man could have ovaries. It'd be like, no, the man can't have no fucking ovaries. Ugh, criminy sakes. Let's move on. God damn. Enough of that. Let's have some fun. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash camp. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah, touche there, Ogre. Straight is not the adjective I'd use for these folks. My bad. My bad. That was a total misfit. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, only in Florida. Oh, Franklin County Sheriff A.J. Tony Smith told reporters of his shock when his 38-year-old daughter, Kristen's name, came up when he asked about a busted dealer to identify the supplier. He said, my daughter? And she said, yes, sir, the sheriff told the paper. While stunned, he set up a sting that caught his daughter, a mother of three, delivering large quantities of meth. She was arrested for trafficking amphetamines and possessing cocaine. Oof. Oof. Oh, God, she is a rough trade. Quote, I felt terrible about it, but I also knew the quality of drugs she was selling was unbelievable that she had to be stopped. Did it feel good? No, it didn't feel good, but it had to be done. Jesus, she's got pounds of fucking meth. <laughs> Methamphetamine doesn't discriminate, and neither do we. Man, oh man, doesn't, it, doesn't that make you... It would be in Florida that this happened. What if it turned into a shootout? Man, oh, man. Boy, that's a tough one. Do you be able to put your own kid down? Oh, I could arrest the shit out of my own kids. If I had kids, I'd probably fuck. I would become a cop just so I could arrest my kids. But shooting them? I don't know about that. 
I wonder if he personally did the strip search and cavity check. <laughs> no, he did, 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 did. It's Florida, not West Virginia. By the way, speaking of West Virginia, I sent Jen an update. They got an update on the Whitaker family. This is that family of inbreds that they found and they took pictures of. And now they got videos of. Oh, man. You can't look that way. There's one of them you can't look in the eyes because their eyes are all fucked up. But if you did look in the eyes, you would look. You would lose your soul. Yeah, the Whitakers, they're back. And creepier than ever. One, one of the Whitakers, I think the one where you'd lose your soul if you looked in his eyes, he was just out on the side of the house because people are, like, donating money to him to, to fix up their house. He's on the side of the house, just whips his cock out and starts peeing. Fucking awesome. And they're videoing it. No big deal. No big deal. Now, that's not the only story from Florida we got. No, no siree. <laughs> Drivers on Causeway Boulevard near Tampa called 911 about 1230 in the morning to report that there was some crazy man running between cars on the four-lane highway. Yeah, exactly. Straight fire. Yeah, he said, I saw them yesterday on YouTube channel. Apparently, somebody gave them some money, and they got new stuff for their shack. Yeah, they, they started, like, a big GoFundMe page, and, like, I guess they got tons of money, and they got, like, new stuff for the shack, and they can shop at Walmart now, and they go out in public and then freak everybody out. A little too soon for the first Memorial Dwayne Haskins run? A little bit. A little, little, little soon. Uh. So he started running, and the deputies chased him. At one point, the man became extremely violent by biting the deputies multi-times. The man had suffered a medical episode after being taken into custody and was taken to the hospital. The medical episode was a.k.a. fucking ass whooping. That's the medical episode he suffered. Oh, you're going to bite one of my cops? Well, now we're in Florida. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. This will say he will face battery on a law enforcement officer. The man had uh, multiple drugs in his system, including shocking meth. So there you go. Wow. That's just running down the streets. Meth heads. They're, they, it's like the walking dead. By the way, that Dwayne Haskins thing, did you hear that he was hit by multiple cars? Oh, it's sad. I, I didn't report on because it it's too sad. He was hit. They said he was hit by at least two cars. All right. <laughs> this is such a weird story. So this is a story about a gay couple of guys. Uh, One is 73. The other is 23. Boy, somebody's trying to keep up with Al Pacino out there. 
Hoo-ha! Fuck you, too! Yeah! Al's 82, his girlfriend's 28. This guy's 73, his boyfriend's 23. Ogre, have a fantastic weekend, my friend. Juan Baron, 23, was caught on surveillance footage trying to escape LAPD custody following his arrest. He's trying to pry and push the panels through the interrogation room. After his arrest, when he was when he was trying to flee to Mexico, you see, Mr. Barron, 23, is charged with the murder of his 73-year-old boyfriend, Gary Ruby. He admitted to killing the 73-year-old after finding out he was HIV positive. Telling officers he strangled him and hid his body in a bathtub, which then he allegedly poured concrete over the tub and covered it with coffee grinds to hide the smell. He also forged documents to claim Ruby's car and multi-million dollar home. Now, have they found the body? Oh, oh they, they, they have found it, entombed in cement in a bathtub at his Honolulu house. There you go. They might never have found out if you wouldn't have told them. And they, they can't charge you then. They're like, where's the body? What's this about Kim? Uh, hold on a second here. All this is a lie. Kim Kardashian's ex-ray J denies claims Kanye took back him from his sex tape. Oh, is this? Oh, no. Kim's crying. Oh, gosh. This is must-listen-to TV here. Let's go. Oof. You going to play? You going to play here? Come on now. Play. I want to show you guys what he got me. He got me all of the sex tape back. Oh, my God. And he flew home and got oh. computer was on the hard drive. And met up with Ray J at the airport and got it all back for me. Oh, Kim. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I know Kanye did this for me, but he also did this for my kids. I want to shield them from as much as I can. Um, um, why, why? I'm 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 confused about something here and, and, and maybe it's a fashion thing. Why has she got a big ass like puffy ski suit on while opening this house? Why is she wearing gloves in the in, inside? Why 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 she got all that stuff? it's hard to feel bad for Kim Kardashian when she's she's such a good target. I mean, good God, what the fuck? All right. (sighs) Oh, God. Oh, this fucking guy. A fictosexual. Oh, good, a new name that we have to learn. A fictosexual Japanese man. Uh. 
Got that out of your way? Akikoko Konodo. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Hiya! Those kids were fast as lightning. Hoya, Kapoya! In fact, it was a little bit frightening. Hiya! Can we all please grow up a little bit? Akikoko Konodo who works as a middle school uh, teacher in a Tokyo suburb, married Hatsune Miku, which is actually a hologram that was created by a computer as singing software back in 2018, and the wedding cost more than $17,000. Now, this is a a virtual reality. See, so he he married a computer voice and he put it in doll form. Kododo first interacted with Miku using Gatebox, $1,300 device that projected fictional characters into a cylindrical and allowed users to communicate via artificial intelligence and marry them unofficially. Um, Since their marriage in 2018, the technology no longer exists, which means Mr. Konodo hasn't been able to communicate with his wife since then. Ha, ah, my love for Miku has not changed. I, I'm, I'm reading translation here. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be in love with her forever. Yeah, it, it, the technology don't exist anymore. Uh, hey, hey, dude. By the way, th- this is your typical Japanese fella. Big ass glasses. I'm surprised there's no camera hanging around his neck if they wanted to get the stereotype there for real. Um, now, 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 this might shock everybody. Now, everybody, brace yourselves for this next statement. Mr. Konodo was reportedly bullied at work and fell into a depression in 2008 when he first stumbled upon Makunu and realized human relationships were no longer for him. Yeah, yeah, this old boy's got a few problems. Mm-hmm. So she's not real, but can still nag him so she feels real. Yeah, I think something like that. And that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, just don't do it. How about that? There you go. Yeah, you don't like people? Then don't go around people. You fell in love with a, a, a made-up voice on a computer. That's interesting. All right. This, this last story, don't worry. Ain't going to make you hungry ever again. This story is about 34-year-old Harry Matadine. <laughs> 
Harry Maddadine's a vegan. And had a few health issues starting uh, a few years ago. So instead of going to a doctor or a medical facility to check these health problems, he decided to remedy the problem himself. And he started drinking uh, about 200 milliliters of his own urine each and every day. That's right, I said it. He drinks his pee-pee. He says it, 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 it cleared him of, cured him of his depression and left him looking 10 years younger. Yeah, as I look at this picture of you, you look like a dirty fucking beatnik with this mason jar full of your own piss. Oh, for Christ's sake. Sometimes he cups his own stream and splashes it on his face. The man who has actually written books about the supposed health benefits of this habit said he'd been rejected by his sister because of his so-called urine therapy. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and reject you too if you're my brother. I'm just telling you that right now. Advocates say urine, which is 90% water, cures everything from autoimmune disorders to chronic pain. Madonna and Keisha both have reported drinking their own urine, and, oh, this guy ages it on his stoop. Now, can we... can we just stop? The, no, you can't. You, you you ain't supposed to drink your own pee-pee. Hey! Yeah, look, there was a picture of him 10 years ago, and he decided to go out and fucking grow his hair long and grow some scraggly-ass beard while chomping down on his own fucking urine. Yuck. Well, shocking he doesn't have a girlfriend. His house smells like piss. And really, Madonna doesn't look that good anymore. If you don't see her with clopped-on makeup, then you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Ugh. And Keisha? Come on. Yeah, solid rule to live by. You can mark this down. Get out your little guidebooks to how you live your life. I got a new entry for you. Lick your pen. All right, here we go. Here you go. Do not drink your own pee-pee. Ever. You can put a, you, can put a, you know, a, a parenthesis around this next part here. Unless you're fixing to die. That's it. That's the only time. This guy has a beard. He's going to smell like a convalescent home. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- this guy's fucking gross. 
Yeah, if I was his sister, I wouldn't let him in the house either. No, no, I'm sorry, buddy. Did you bring P with you? you? Oh, you did? Yeah, you can't come in. I'm sorry. It's lemonade, I swear. No, that's not. I can smell it over here. You shouldn't have had the asparagus last night. It it did you wrong. Drinking your own pee-pee. Yeah, go back. Next time you're going through the book and you're learning steps on life on how to be, you know, a better human being like Arnie States and these steps I've given you. Um, by the way, the whole pee-pee thing, that's not just your own. You just don't drink pee-pee. PP is not for intake. Mm-mm, no, it, it, it's not meant to really be be enjoyed. They gave it the perfect name when they gave it the name of waste. That's all it is. It's waste. So there you go. No, I, I I'm sorry. I, I I should have done this. There you go. Now you know. Now you know. Uh, all right, it is time for the finals. Celebrity. Celebrity. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, yes, yes. Money Man, oh, man. What a fight this has been. It's gotten us uh, this final four, uh, one of the best final fours we've ever had. Christopher, I got to give it up to you. You did a great, great job. An amazing job coming up with this, my friend. And we will do it right here and now. Let's get it on. All right. The final four is set. Here we go. As family, to to get to see who fights to be the face of this mountain of buddy cops, we have our first matchup from the iconic television show, Miami Vice, the partner's Crockett and Tubbs taking on a show that came on before that about two motorcycle cops on the other side of the country in California. Frank Poncherello and John Baker, Ponch and John. Crockett Tubbs versus Ponch and John. Ass family. Who you got? Will you play? Between Crockett and Tubbs and and, and, and and Chips. Is it gonna be is it gonna be Seven Mary Three? Is it gonna be Crockett and Tubbs? Ass family, you gotta tell me. Who is it? Who is it going to be? <sighs> oh Miami Vice! 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 Mi
Jimmy by straight fire pulled it out of the fires. Look at that. Crockett and Tubbs. Crockett and Tubbs. Crockett and Tubbs. And they will fight the winner of this matchup. From the Lethal Weapon movies, the man who said, I'm too old for this shit, Roger Murtaugh and Martin Riggs. The Lethal Weapon movies, Riggs and Murtaugh taking on a movie that was named after these two, simply Turner and Hooch. Riggs and Murtaugh versus Turner and Hooch. Ass family, who you got? Final is set between Miami Vice and LAPD. We've got Crockett and Tubbs representing the pastels in Miami, taking on the blue collar working look of Riggs and Murtaugh in LA in Lethal Weapon. Crockett and Tubbs versus Riggs and Murtaugh. Ask family. Who you got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. In bunches, I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular. We have a winner, S family. We have a winner. And that winner is Rocket and Tubbs. Rocket and Tubbs. Rocket and Tubbs. The greatest cop buddies in the history of cinema. What a fight it was, ladies and gentlemen. What a day it was. The Miami Vice music rolling. I'm about to put on some, some, some mint green shorts and a pink shirt. 
but I'm not. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, that's it. So there you go. We have our Mount Rushmore set. Thank you, ass family. That is going to do it for us today, as well as this week, uh, under our belts. Thank you so much for getting through it. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time. <laughs> it rises to some BS right there. No, all on the up and up. Uh, uh, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. This weekend, if you're going to go out and you're going to have fun this weekend, have a great time. Get blasted. Get hammered. But get a ride home. Please, no drinking and driving. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a cab. Get home safe. Uh, until then, until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And uh, adios, everybody. Uh <laughs>
Is outside waiting to arrest him. 